Welcome to the 196th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. Hope everybody enjoyed our April Fools Kids Takeover episode of the No-No. Thanks to our guest host, Elliot, Amelia, and Wilson, but myself and my co-host here, Mark Davis are not actually retiring. That was just a little April Fool's gag. Got you again. Yep. Uh, our host did a great job. Might not get full pibs on their questions, but I think as far as hosting goes, they did fantastic. Yes. Great group of future quiz masters there. Thanks also to Seth and Joe for being our guests last week. Mm. It's a fun episode. This and, week, Mark. And for letting us borrow their children. Yeah. They were the next paid generation. a fair wage. Please do not Cookies, come at us with any snacks. Kind of, yes, exactly. Nap time. They were very excited about it all year long. They wanted to do another one instantly. Aww. And I was like, let's wait. Let's hold off for April Fool's one more time. Mm-hmm. But maybe they've got a future podcast in their in their minds or something. They're a very creative group. We'll see. Those three. Today, we have two returning guests, but first time at the same time, it's Max and Elise. Welcome, y'all. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the pod. Thank Thank you. you. It's been a bit. Yeah, it's been too long, I would say. I I agree. We've been trying to get you both on again in various capacities, but the pandemic has mired our attempts. Yeah, Mm -hmm. amongst other things. Yes, but now it is finally time. Mm -hmm. Elise taking the yellow chair, the panda chair, and Max reclining comfortably on our couch. (laughs) I'm I'm fully laid out on this couch right now. This is our first lay down guest. Do both of you guys want to take a crack at your uh, Kurt Cobain thing again? So <laughs> Max is laying down, and uh, the first thing I said while Lee was out uh, doing something else, I said, ah, you're doing this in the style of uh, Kurt Cobain recording something in the way. And uh, then Lee walked in and said, ah, you're doing this in the same style of Kurt Cobain <laughs> recording something in the way. And it's because we both love on three, one, two, three, the Stonable Batman. Pilots. Oh, I was going to say, I like, <laughs> I, I, liked, I, we were just gonna say I liked the needle Damian. drop in the Batman. Yeah, it, it was it, good. It moved through the uh, the score. You know, it's the, mm-hmm. the score was influenced by that track. Kind of like how in Malignant they used um, uh, the Pixies. Where's, Where's my, mind? my mind? You're right. I didn't Throughout notice the the, score. that trope. There's a bit of twinning going on there. Yeah. And you would know something about that, Max, because oh, yeah, as I our do. listeners know, you host a podcast called Doubled Feature yep. about twin films. That's the one. It's How's a, it going? It's going good. We're, Can I say uh, how it's going? It's going fantastic. I love this podcast. It's uh, officially uh, what I'm calling season two, which is literally just we made it through a year. Uh, there's no no change. We, we're not doing anything different. Well, you're relocated this, in Florida rather yeah, than Los Angeles. We, yeah. you, we, you were in Hollywood before. The, the flights to L.A. were getting to be a little much. Um, it's kind of tough to take a weekly you know, 16 hour kind of round trip travel. That's the kind of cost when you're first starting so, a project though, you got to incur some costs. Yeah. It was kinda, it off the it was, we couldn't so find, find a, a space here, but now we, we found one. Um, and it's just a lot easier. It's record just, God, in your the hometown. overhead. The, yeah, the overhead live. alone is just saving us bundles. And you both are on the winningest team of no nonsense history. That's true. The we Shiba are. Inu Illuminati. Yes. Yeah. We, Congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. I think, I mean, it is a team. It's uh, everybody on our team, Christian, um, Ollie, Max, me, and then um, sometimes Matt Hoffman will play with us mm-hmm. like he did this past week. And I think everybody has their place because everybody has their specific things that they know very well. Um, and we definitely do our best when we're all together. So it, mm. it's 
it is a team for sure. Yeah, you you quipped the other day that the other teams have stopped cheering for you when you win. They, they did. Yeah. Well, yeah. the last at, time at I pointed point out, like they get mad because every time we do go, we end up even just eking it out just by a few points. We somehow end up winning, and people have started to get a little. People people clap for every other team. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, winners are round two. She beating Illuminati, and everyone's just like. Cool. And that's how you guys met as a couple? Yeah, well, we met at Palace um, way back when when Trivia first started, because I used to bring Rue with me, and I think we talked about Rue, and so we kind of knew. There's a picture from, like, Christmas, like, two years ago, where people were down visiting, and you just happened to pull both of us into a picture. Yeah, um, yeah, we had so some that's actually, visiting. Yeah, that just happened to be a picture of us together from, like, before we got together. Aww. But, um, yeah, that's how we met. And then few years later it was point of bell was actually the first time that we went to trivia together as a team and um it was me and max and christian and yeah that was uh, that's what we count as our first date quote unquote and so that was um february 17th of 2021 so i love these after my birthday (laughs) (laughs) can't wait to see what questions y'all brought before we get to our quiz though how about we go over our weekly wrap-up Mm. On Wednesday, we had quiz number 403 at Point E. Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida. There were 19 teams in the house. About every seat was filled. Yabo Mobile Food Truck was on site serving up their delicious items, such as their award-winning fried lasagna on a stick. They've got some, like, Gouda fries that are good. And the the thing I found out is you can add some fried chicken to anything you order from them for just five bucks. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the... That's the uh, but they've got the fried lasagna on a stick. Sometimes they have fried mac and cheese on a stick served with uh, brisket. I saw the pork, I, I mean. think chicken parm sub. I think Ali got that one time. And mm-hmm. that's um, my weekly look, go-to. It, it looked very good. That it is my delicious. treat after hosting uh, trivia on Wednesdays. Oh, I that's ate nice. A chicken parm sub from very Yabo. Nice. They're great. Uh, they're there every Wednesday with us at Pointy Bell. They're there. This week I experimented with my scores a bit. I tried slightly easier questions. For my five pointers than usual and this had an interesting result it created more ties in oh, general okay. there were more teams tying which i thought oh. made it a little bit more exciting in general yeah um five teams tied for the top three positions overall so we had a clear winner two teams tied for second place and two teams tied for third so more teams getting in the mix i think feeling some hope that they could possibly win i think that's a good thing might yeah. try that again congrats to tom and daddy's favorite on their victory over 18 other teams on quiz number 405, despite being bested on a tiebreaker bonus round by Wicked Bad Bitches and Hombres in round one, and resistance from badass Jeep drivers who tied them in round two, as well as a round three defeat at the minds of Twisted Gecko. Ultimately, it was Daddy's favorite who prevailed, ending the quiz with a top score of 126 points, the highest natural score we've ever had there, actually, at Pointy Bell. So there's Very another nice. challenge for you guys to yeah. beat. And those are the, that's the team that they always come up and they're like, how do you think you did? And <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. They, they come up to us a lot. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's good. We might have to come back and, and get them. Martha's Vineyard <laughs> and Badass Jeep Drivers tying for second place overall with 107 points. Third place going to Twisted Gecko and Papa Jeff's, a new regular team, who tied with 105 points. Thursday at Ollie's, we had six teams who faced off for quiz number 406, including the Massholes, making their first appearance in over a year at our trivia and their first time ever at Ollie's. Welcome back to them. Quiz number 406 kicked off with just the tips being our first round winners. 
and Elise live miscorrecting my pronunciation of a particular mountain range. Well, no, not it was not mountain range, but you said like Bramf. Yeah, or something so like it was that written down Bramf, B R A N F, but it's actually yeah, it's Bamf. Bam, Bam, Bam. With a T H? No, no, it's an F. I just, oh, okay. I just B A N F F. I thought you were saying Bamf like Nightcrawler. I thought you were saying Bamf like badass motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. Uh, round two going to Shiba Inu Illuminati, who also picked up the third round after yeah. breaking a perfect tie with just the tips on a new metal tiebreaker question, which uh, played off of our final question of the evening, uh, which was. What was the uh, 1998 album by Korn that was the first new metal album to ever hit number one on the Billboard charts? 98? 98. First number one new metal album. Um, everybody's looking at me. Well, they were here. So I'm thinking that... Um, I'm thinking that their self-titled came out in 94, 96, somewhere in there. Is it? It's, um, there's two albums and I can't remember what order they go in. There's Life is Peachy and Follow the Leader. And I'm trying to think of which one of those two. It's kind of like a toss of the dice. I would say, um, 98. I was 18. Um, Follow the Leader? That is correct. Yeah. 21 points. Shiba Inu Illuminati ending the quiz with 123 points. Just the tips in second with 115 points. And Death Stars are the best stars in third with 48 points. Wagering big there on the final question. Death Stars are not the best stars. Well, that's just their team name. I would argue. I I mean, I would be with you on that. It's incorrect. Yeah. I I agree. Just the tips is also. The hydrogen fueled ones that give us life and energy, Mm -hmm. not death and destruction. Thank you. <laughs> Mark, how did your teams do at Nice Guys Pizza this week with Whiskey Tango in the ranks? Yeah. Here's a surprise. They won. Wow. Whiskey Tango. Congratulations, though. Lisa and Adam came down. It was a fantastic time meeting them. We went out beforehand, had some lunch on the water, um, chatted up. Lisa's uh, mom came out and also her niece. Um, they brought a youngin out for uh, some help if they had any rapper questions. Uh, or, you know, millennial music questions, which I did. And uh, so that was a smart move on their part, even though they got it right. And Lisa is actually the one who got it right. So big, big ups to her. They played with Matt and Stephanie Hoffman. That's um, a good And some local jerks. 17 points in the first round, 37 points in the second round, 58 points in the third round. Just scorching everyone. This is also the week that we had Ian come come back. Come, Ian come back. Ian coming back and playing on Zoom. Uh-oh. So it was great seeing him again. He's going to try and make it more often. And he's going to try and come down to do a couple trivias down hey. here at some point as well. So great. it was great seeing Ian again. And uh, yeah, a lot of fun. That's great. Do you ever have this? This is a host question. Do you ever have like that one empty table? That's always in front that nobody ever sits at. Like you could pack the house as an entertainer, you know, but there's always like one table up front. I'm kind of in a weird position. I'm not really set up like you are. I'm staring at a wall right the entire time. So I don't really have 
I'm on a on a side that's usually mostly empty because there's no table service over on the pinball side. If you're oh, familiar with so nice you guys, people over on that side. Yeah, so interview. basically, I'm kind of it's kind of like a Wizard of Oz situation. People hear me but don't see me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sitting uh, on the other side, not facing anyone, and then I come around and collect all the sheets. So, I mean, it's usually pretty slammed. I mean. Yeah, you, but you can understand, like, as a musician, when you're uh, playing a show, people don't come right up front. There, oh, yeah, there's absolutely. always an empty space. People like to fill in kind of in the back and then come up front. They don't want to feel like they're they're going to get picked on, I think, is the right. thing. Even though you're doing something where you wouldn't necessarily pick on someone. People do the same thing. Actually, it's usually the opposite for drag shows. Drag shows, people get right up front yeah. because mm-hmm. they want to, like... Be involved. Be part of the... Yeah, exactly. Get a mm-hmm. couple of drinks in you and you're sitting right up front and you know that you're going to get... Your hair tousled and whatnot. Yeah, but for pub quizzes, I think people get like kind of this classroom vibe. They don't mm-hmm. want to be like you know scrutinized too closely by I sitting the, up front. I think the problem is you need to start tousling people's hair. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you need to do but more I will crowd say, work. I will say this week uh, that table got filled in round three, Very and it nice. was kind of it was kind of nice because uh, it was one of those where I dropped off the answer sheet and they're like, "Well, we're too late," and I said, "That's okay. We reset our score each round. Give new prizes to the winners of each round." And uh, I asked the first question, and I saw their eyes light up, and they were, they got they ended up getting it right. So that was cool. And then they were just like kind of like taken with the with the quiz. By the time the tiebreaker rolled around, they were I could tell they were really being entertained by the fact that there was like a live tiebreaker, and they had like front row seats to it. So if you would like to come out and fill our tables this week, you have a few opportunities to do so. Fill this Wednesday, we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida. For a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests, please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and suggest categories for next week's quiz and enjoy tasty, tasty food by Yabo Mobile. That's at Pointy Bell on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. On Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral, also at 7.30 p.m. We hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards, which can be spent on records, beer, or whatever else you can find for sale at Ollie's Pub in Cape Coral. Please join us for quiz number 408 on Thursday at 7.30 p.m. And, of course, every week in Cape Coral, you can play Mark's Trivia on Wednesdays at Nice Guys Pizza or on Zoom starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's me. And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Won't you? That was great, Elise. You. She goes, won't you? <laughs> I like how Max also reached out for the uh, rocking chair just out of reach. Yeah. And he did one of these. It's like, like <laughs> a cat idly swatting at a fly. As if swatting it will give him that extra <laughs> inch he needs. I heard that's what Kurt Cobain did to get those sweet <laughs> notes on something in the way. There we go. Mm-hmm. Use your flip flop. Yeah. Well, that was the longest intro of all time. Let's get into some <laughs> trivia. Well, we got to take a break first. Yeah, okay, let's do Let, that. Because we're winded. <laughs> and then we'll, uh, of course, we love talking with uh, Max and Elise, though. Always. Yeah. We'll and, take a quick nap. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back with some trivia. We're back. I have a category 
Much requested by the Shiba Inu Illuminati, dogs. That's out of okay. my first category. All right. Okay. While much emphasis has popularly been placed on Balto, what other sled dog led the longest and most dangerous leg of the 1925 diphtheria serum run to Nome, Alaska? 260 miles mm. by this dog to Balto's 55. Hmm. So this dog going over five times the distance is Balto. Um, Siberian Husky. Do we need the name? I'm looking for a name of the dog. Yeah, I mean, a, a named dog. Oh, there's Honestly, a fucking dog. Yeah. You're looking much, for dogs. Much name? emphasis has been placed on Balto, but this other particular sled dog. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying it's a distance. kind of dog. No. Okay. Um, well, let me know when this question's done. <laughs> I knew this at one point, especially when Balto was out because, you know, it was like. You think Balto's good, blah blah blah, but I can't Fuck think Balto. of Balto. Yeah, my I can't corn think song. of the the dog. <laughs> that's a that's Balto. A deep cut. Balto. <laughs> Only for people that know that Baltung <laughs> is the name of a corn song. <laughs> um, I'm embarrassed for me. You don't have to be embarrassed for me, too, listener. That's fine. New metal's making a comeback. It is. It, I, it, hmm. it should be called two metal. At this point, it's old metal. <laughs> Balto. It. I want to say it starts with a K, but I testicle I finger really. Crab. No, I I feel Call like toe. it. <laughs> this is what it's like being on the team. Malto. This is this is what it's like living <laughs> in our house. Um, <laughs> um, it's just her saying things and me doing free word association. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, it's a scat man. Yeah. Uh, I want. Oh god, I can't remember what it is. This is gonna. Dry. I, I I will not. I'm not gonna remember it. Is it a Cunut of the North? It's so, no, 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 what's that guy's name? I'll throw a hint your way. Okay. This dog was named after a Japanese admiral in the navy. Yeah, Hirohito. that's Hirohito. Hirohito. Was it Hirohito or Kirohito? It was Hirohito. Hirohito. Was, was uh, an emperor, Kurosawa. I believe. But I. He's a director. Yeah. It could be a common name. It might not start with a K, but what I was going to say also is that it was somewhat of like a, I thought it was maybe like a native, like, um, you know, Inuit sort of name. Was it Admiral Hirohito is a person, right? I think he was an emperor. I think Uh he was the emperor of Japan. Mm. Maybe during World War II, possibly. That could be completely Mm -hmm. wrong, Mm -hmm. but I'm... Almost, he was the emperor and not... But, I mean, maybe he was an admiral, too. Oh, no, Mark, you know any Japanese nope. admirals? Okay. Um, Kumo. That's a I'm steakhouse. Just, <laughs> it could be a thing, um, I mean, it totally could be... No, but I it could know. be named after him. Yeah. I don't think... I'm not going to be able to come up with it. We're gonna we'll say Kumo. <laughs> the correct answer is Togo. Togo. Togo, named after Japanese Admiral Togo Hihachiro. Hihachiro. Oh, okay. And yes, I believe Hirohito was the I'm, emperor I'm of Japan gonna during, that right now during because... World War II. Uh, movie was made based on Togo, starring Willem Dafoe. Willem. Released on Disney Plus in December of 2019. Wow. Willem Dafoe. The actor who played Togo. Was played was by Willem one Defoe. of no was played by one of Togo's direct descendants. Oh. Fourteen generations down, no go. 
named Diesel. Look, guys, now, I, 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 how, how far have names fallen from Togo to Diesel? Named after Jesus a popular Christ. WWF wrestler from the 1990s. I was going to say Vin Diesel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. Say, can can yeah. I say something? Can I get on a soapbox for a second? Sure, please. I'm tired of this fucking nepotism and dog actors. Can we oh, start pr- giving roles to fucking people who have earned it and not just the kids of famous dogs? Well, I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're just going to make the dog entirely CGI like they did with that uh, Harrison fine. Ford movie. No, That's no, fine. I was going to say, I, I praise them for keeping the lineage going here. I got to go see Channing Tatum's dog. You, so you're telling me you're not a fan of Randy Orton? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> Third generation wrestler. No, nepotism in wrestling is fine. Just oh, not okay. dog actors. I, I do have to leave right now to go see Dog starring Channing Tatum. Well, I'll tell you, you can see <laughs> this. No, nope, nope, gotta see, go. Bye. You can see this dog <laughs> in real goes. life. Much like Comanche, Togo is mounted and stuffed, displayed at the Iditarod Trail <laughs> Headquarters Museum in Wasilla, Alaska. Togo skeleton, mounted and stuffed sounds like can a bestiality I, hey, issue. Hey, can I get on a soapbox oh, for no. a second here? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird. Well, you can go see a skeleton somewhere else if you're not into so the stuffed body. So they took his skeleton away. That's and at the Peabody away. Museum. That's at the, the bodies exhibit. Away. <laughs> the wording of that. They took it away. They took his bones away and they put him in the Peabody Museum of Natural History. Mark, your Aww. question, please. You're so sad. They took his skeleton away. Dog bones. The Rocher system. R-O-S-C-H-E-R. The Rocher system and the Henry classification system are used by the police for what? And I know a cab or whatever, but I'm going to ask this question anyway. The Rocher system and the Henry classification <laughs> system are used by the police for what? Hey, can I get on a soapbox for a second? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I guess it's only fair. A cab. We have to no. okay, mark down no, just... <laughs> tags for you to keep the, the, uh, all the soapboxes. Can I hear the question one more time? <laughs> The Rocher system and the Henry classification system are used by the police for what? Um, what about uh, fingerprints? Like, like that's what I was thinking. Fingerprints, yeah. I, either cataloging them or uh, identifying them. Yeah, lift like lifting them. You know, maybe lifting right. the fingerprints. Like maybe it's like the way that the tape is applied. You said Rocher system and Henry classification system. I just wanted to open up again. Yeah, the wording if, of yes, the Rocher system and the Henry classification. So, system. So, because I believe with uh, prints, there's like different. There's like the spire. Like there's certain um, categories that like the type of print falls into depending on how it looks. You know, you so look it like could you're be like mushrooms. a. <laughs> you're like looking at your no, fingerprints. I, <laughs> you're like, I think. What are fingertips? Oh man, holy shit! <laughs> I could it's be a little world down there. That sounds like a I good can't idea. Or, think of anything else. Could be yeah. like uh, blood toxicity or oh, something yeah. like that, or it could be a forensic thing, like um, like uh, um, angle, like a bullet enters or something like See, that. But then, would he say police, or would it be more like crime scene investigators? They are technically still police. police officers. I know, I know yeah. yeah, I know they're police, and he might be just being vague about it. I wouldn't even say that's being vague. I would, yeah, I would say that's just fair. I thought, for well, I mean, just say police because then police like pulls in everything. Right, whereas, exactly. Yeah, you might so not he's being point less specific. Is that one, mm-hmm. not like vague, but l- less specific? Bullet trajectory, say. fingerprints. I don't think it's like DUIs because they have like yeah. you know their own devices and stuff to do. 
uh, toxicity test and the field toxicity. The toxicity of a city. Of a city. Well, why'd you guys go to South Park voices for that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to do it without yelling. Yeah. yeah. Um, just. Uh, <laughs> the Sus- surge? Ca- is that you? Suspect cataloging. Um, just forensics in general. Yeah. Though Mark like probably wants something specific. Probably yeah. Our guts went to fingerprints. Yeah, I'm okay with going with that, that, but I think it could be, unless you have a, a strong opinion, Max, no. about... Okay. I Let's go not. with it. Uh, fingerprints. That's correct. <laughs> All right. Yeah, a lot of people put um, uh, put pictures, like cataloging mm, yeah. the, the, uh, the mug shots. Oh, okay. Had a couple people putting like blood, blood spatter, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but fingerprints, that's correct. All good All guesses. Right. All good guesses. Yeah. Okay. Elise, do you want to go first? Sure. Let me see which one I want to do first. Give Max a little bit more comfy time. Yeah. All right. Mind comfy time. This Gotta is relax. this Just is a geography in. question, but it's not a super hard one. Um, originally built in 1889, the 460 foot long Capilano Suspension Bridge is a tourist attraction in what international city? Uh, what's the name of that bridge one more time? The Capilano Suspension Bridge. Can you spell that? C-A-P-I-L-A-N-O. And I'm going to double check that spelling. <laughs> but that is... Yes, that's how it's spelled. Sounds Italian. Capilano does sound Italian. International city. Mm-hmm. And oh, by that, I just mean not, an not American. Because I didn't know how else to... <laughs> right. But that doesn't mean it's in Italy. Could be so named it's in after any somebody. Other, it's in any other country. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. European or anything. That just that's not the United States. Yeah. And I am asking city, so not even just country. Yeah. Definitely heard of this before. Capilano Bridge. Suspension Rome. Bridge. Do they have suspension bridges in Rome? I'm trying to think, like cities where they have like. I would um, think it would be a bigger one. I will like say it's a it's a footbridge. Hmm. If a that suspension footbridge? Yes. The Vatican. That's a country. Maybe it's uh, Venice. Isn't there are a lot of waterways in Venice. Yeah. A lot of little bridges. Mm-hmm. A lot of little tiny little baby Can bridges. Can I hear the question one more time? Yeah. yeah. Picture Venice while I listen to this. Originally built in 1889, the 460-foot-long Capilano Suspension Bridge is a tourist attraction in what international city? 1889. Almost done with the 19th century. Hmm. <laughs> Max is just looking up the answer. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. No, I'm realizing I need, I need to know Google, a pronunci- pronunciation the of something bridge? for my question. Um... 1989. 1889. 1889. I mean, Venice has a lot of waterways, but I don't know if it's that. I feel like they would figure out by 1889, they would have figured out all their bridges at that point. Doesn't, um, uh, uh, um, we're figuring it's got to be Italy. Is that what we're thinking? I mean, based on name, Mm -hmm. but it could just be named after the person who designed it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, right. it could be in Africa for all we know. What's uh, what's that? What's the city in uh, where you go and do all the weed? Amsterdam. 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 Doesn't Amsterdam have a lot of canals and waterways and stuff too? 
A lot of walking because of that legal prostitution. A lot of water pipes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm fine going Venice. Better than any. I mean, I, the only other thing I'd guess is I almost, Paris. I almost like Amsterdam. Yeah, maybe Paris. The I only mean, thing Paris with Venice is, is I walking. just think that like they've got to have like any bridge that's worth seeing in Venice has been built by 1889. They've they built that's the true. stuff like 300 years earlier. They're probably not updating it. Like we need a new bridge that's super big. You know. Yeah, I'm fine saying Amsterdam. Something sounds nice. Think? Is this I'm fine the, with either of those. is this like the because it's a tourist thing? Is this the bridge where they do like the fucking locks? You know what and I'm talking bagels? about? No, no, like locks, like <laughs> oh. padlocks. Oh, 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 oh. You know what I'm talking about? Even I thought you meant like water locks for boats. Oh, no, no, no. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That I don't know about this. You don't know about that? Mm-mm. I think it's a padlocks. Yeah, it's like a thing where I've like you go, you it's go like the gum wall. Like, you the go, locks? yeah, yep. similar. But you like go as a couple and like, oh. or like you keep it's for keeping secrets or oh, some some shit like that. Secrets. Um. Where are the locks? I think you see it in a movie. I think you see it at the end of Now You See Me, that <laughs> that magician movie. Yes. Uh, yes. Missed that one. It's I thought, okay. Yeah, it was fun. I Seems like see, Ocean's Eleven. I didn't see series. Now You See Me 2, uh, partly because I don't give a shit, Judgment and partly Day. because uh, out of protest that they didn't call it Now You Don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm going to give you one of those for that. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, should we just go with Amsterdam? I don't know what. Or I'm fine. You want to go with Italian city? Yeah, we'll say Amsterdam. No, sorry, no. Uh, Max. You might have said that you heard this because I was talking with Matt Hoffman about it recently at trivia. Oh. Because where did Matt Hoffman just get back from? Canada. Toronto, Toronto, Canada. Canada um, is not a city. Other, other I thought he was in Toronto. He was Sacramento. in Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver, Vancouver Canada. Oh. And then we were talking about this place because it's it's a park now, um, and it's got a very long suspension bridge. And then they added some cliff walks and stuff to the park, and it's a really neat place, and I would suggest people go. But yeah, built in 1889, and then they rebuilt it completely in 1965 and made it a tourist attraction. Can I give you some feedback on that question? Yes. I would like just North American city because there are a lot of cities in North America. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, it kind of guides you into a, a section of the world without giving it away. Okay. You've had your question um, rated. I don't know. This yeah. Is, yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Max. Hi. Hello. Thank you for being receptive. Um, You're welcome. The Frida Fort what is the largest verified of its kind? The verified largest of its kind. Free to Fort. What's Can Free you to spell Fort known that? for? V R E D F O R T. Can I the can I write that fort. down? And I'm not cheating. I'm just literally writing it yeah, down. Just that. Yeah, v- Free to Fort. V- what R- is the verified largest of its kind? V R. No built-in hint. No no full pibs on v- this, but. V R E D E D E F O R T. The Verita Fort blank is the largest of its kind. That. I think it's, it's Russian, I think. I, I think it, it, my, it's somewhere. Um, my gut was like, it's like the largest uh, hole, maybe. The, uh, the largest artificial built? borehole is located on the Russian border, and it's called the Kola Super Deep Borehole. So it's not that, but I think it's like Did you say around it there. Built or, or it's. No, largest verified what? Verified largest. What about if it's, if we're thinking of a hole? What about like a um, a crater or yeah? A, it could be a natural like a natural crater. hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
could just be whole. Maybe we just say the whole. Well, yeah, I don't know how specific. How specific? I'm trying to look at him. He's covered with phone and. <laughs> now I can don't see him. don't metagame it. Now I don't. We don't we don't need his facial expressions. Hide um, now I see him too. Now I don't. Yeah, I mean, since you were drawn to the thought that it was like a hole in the ground, might be filed somewhere next to the the artificial. It could be, like they were like, well, that's the Vredeford. That's the deepest. Let's I'm see how deep of, we can make a hole. You said deepest, right? Largest. No. largest. Largest. Okay, so because I think that because deepest in my mind is Crater Lake. But mm. I could I might be wrong about that too, but largest could definitely be that as far as yeah. what crater goat and actually I don't even so know. So we should crater, say like, largest crater. Crater. Let's go with Mark. What do you think? Sure. Any largest, idea any thought? No. Okay. Largest crater. That is correct. It is, it is located in the present day Free State province of South Africa. Oh. Uh, it was created it is the second oh. oldest known impact crater after the Yarabubba crater. Yarabubba. Uh, and if you'd like to know more about uh, Craters, you can listen to episode 50 of the Doubled Feature podcast, <laughs> Deep Armageddon, where we talk about Deep Impact and Armageddon. That was a good this episode. Is, this is what you're doing. Now I get what you're doing. <laughs> That's fine. Now, now I get what you're doing. No, I, I said, wholeheartedly I said, recommend If I can't chill for my own yeah. product, why I am said, I even here? <laughs> wow. I asked him if his questions had a theme. He said and that was like, love your friends. No, not really a theme. It's not like they have any tie-in to one another, but he said it in a way of like, no, there's not really a theme, but... So this is what he's doing. It's going to be something related to his. I'm glad I've been listening. Lee? Yeah. That's a good episode, though. Mm -hmm. Entertainers is my next category. Which influential female stand-up comedian and early cosmetic surgery advocate had a fictitious husband named Fang she mentioned frequently during her sets? Which influential female stand-up comedian Probably and, Phyllis Diller. and early cosmetic surgery advocate had a fictitious husband named Fang she mentioned free, frequently during her sets? Yeah, the two first people that I think of are Phyllis Diller and Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Oh, that's true. Joan Rivers, too. Joan Rivers had so much work done. And I know, but, so did, her, but Phyllis Diller was... Did she ever have any like work done? She's just an old lady that wore a lot of makeup. No, I think she might have had at least a facelift, but Joan Rivers Joan, is... Joan Rivers and her daughter, who I forget her name. Melissa. Melissa. They both are big advocates on... Yeah, Joan Rivers had a lot more done than Phyllis Diller, that's that's for sure. I think Phyllis probably had a facelift or something. I think a just, lot of people forget that she did, like, that was her, like, bag, because she just became so synonymous with, like, hosting red carpets and the E! Network and stuff like that, that it's just, like, she was a legitimate, like, very... Popular, popular, successful yeah. stand-up comedian. I, I think you guys are right that it's Joan Rivers. Uh, yeah, I can't really back it up with a Thang thing. I no. don't think she was... I don't know if she was married or she was not married and she just used that name as a fill-in for, like, fill-in Diller. Uh, for, you know, like a make-believe husband or whatever. But as far as the plastic surgery advocate... Yeah. Oh, and my was, only thought is that... And she was hugely influential. They made a documentary about her. Okay. okay. Not that Phyllis Tiller wasn't. No, yeah, no, she I was. Just, I, I was going to say that I... Felt as though Phyllis Diller was more influential, but if you if I didn't know that there was a documentary about Joan Rivers being an influ- so like I'm fine I, yielding to I, that for it, sure. Again, not to, not to knock Phyllis Diller because I love Phyllis Diller. I would say Joan Rivers was significantly more influential. Can I get on my soapbox for a minute? Yeah, Phyllis Diller was a piece of shit. Fuck her. 
Why she? Why? No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> like what? It's no, like no. damn. About to learn some stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm about to teach y'all. Now, Joan Rivers was so influential with just the way. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think we look at kind of like red carpets and that kind of like aspect of like award shows and certain elements of fashion without Joan Rivers and what she did just kind of with that stuff. Like she and was, like, she was yeah. very big on the whole, like I remember seeing, I think it was in that documentary where she was like making, she like said something about like people in wheelchairs or something. She was, she was kind of like poking like fun at somebody, you know, some like group and someone got up and she was like, my mother wasn't a fucking wheelchair. And like, she kind of championed the whole comedy is the place where you go to, you know, be able to, talk about anything but well, i'm not saying that i'm for or against that i'm just saying like <clears throat> i know that she was kind of on the cutting edge of a lot of that stuff i think okay. that i think i think it's probably joan rivers that's I, where i will that's yield where to my, that for sure that was my first thought like that yeah, was of course where i went to immediately i don't think that's a you, bad idea at all use a footbridge to walk over joan rivers we're gonna say joan rivers joan rivers was <laughs> influenced by phyllis diller oh, oh my god phyllis diller is the correct answer who had the fictional husband named fang some Sorry. extra trivia about that the character fang was inspired by a comic about a dysfunctional couple do you fang? know which one um a comic com- strip about a dysfunctional the couple horns dog yeah, that's <laughs> right that's what, right really? yeah yes it's gotta be this is according to the article there's no free laugh anymore the emergence of intellectual property norms and the transformation of stand-up comedy from the Virginia Law Review, quote, there's also evidence in the Diller Archive at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C., files suggesting that Diller appropriated from other sources, including newspaper comic strips and comedy books. For example, a number of Diller's jokes about her dysfunctional marriage to her fictional husband, Fang, appear to have been inspired by a comic strip, The Lockhorns, that Diller followed obsessively over the course of nearly a decade. Hmm. The Diller joke file contains hundreds of Lockhorns panels cut out of newspapers and mounted on index cards. Oh, wow. Mm, wow. So it sounds like Diller was just up there uh, just going through these cards that had comic strip panels on them and just wow. reciting jokes. So there's your soapbox moment for Phyllis Diller, Mark, yeah. if you're looking for one. Jesus Christ. But what yeah, a ripoff. I, I, as far as plastic Stealing surgery jokes. goes, I was pretty sure she was... I, I, I vaguely remembered her talking about it yes. at some point. Like, I... I I'm and obviously, at well, and I'm yeah. and I'm obviously that, not saying it in a bad way. That uh, is a question that thirty percent of our teams got right, and Joan Rivers was easily the most popular wrong yeah. answer. So it's oh, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's a trick question because the qualifier Fang is in there, right? Yeah. Um, to, you know, to kind of I'm just you not in. very familiar. I'm not familiar mm-hmm. enough but with it, either it, of their it's work. A, it's a tricky question for any quiz masters that might want to use. It's a tricky yeah. one. Definitely, right. that's good. Here is your last question of the first round, Sierra Sam. Thor and Weeman are all different versions of what? Sierra Sam Thor, capital T H O R, all capitals, and Weeman, capital W I A, lowercase M A N, are all different versions of what? Capital W I A, lowercase M E N? M A N. M A N? Weeman. These are jackass characters. Yeah. <laughs> we a man. <laughs> Thor. Sierra hmm. Sam sounds really familiar to me. Are they satellites? Weather balloons. Satellite in my eyes. <laughs> are they? You're ready to replace them. <laughs> That's perfect. They're members Dave of the Matthews. Dave Matthews band. Mm-hmm. 
Like the, a diamond in the sky. The 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 uh I capitalization sing, is, I just yeah. sing satellite the whole time you guys saw <laughs> <laughs> Only if that's it's, the right answer so because if Sierra, not in Sierra Sam is Sam capitalized or no? It's just no. Sierra okay. That Sierra Sam sounds so familiar to me. You're telling me the S in Sam is not capitalized. I mean, capital S, capital S. Oh, okay, all right, but not capital. capital not like it's like yeah. a scientific name for like a creature. Like it's right. the Sierra Sam, Sam lowercase. And it was W I E W I A W I A M A N. That mixed capitalization is throwing me off here. I see why you would say like a satellite because it's you know with the technology you'd go with an acronym based name maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thor. with Thor as well, all caps. Thor. Thor is all caps. Yep. Mm. Wow, just blew your mind. I, for something like for some reason, I'm thinking it's like a vehicle of some kind. Not that a satellite's necessarily a vehicle, but like you think, like maybe like a rocket or a missile or something, like a, a missile. Maybe, but like it could even be like some Thor th- missile. I guess more than vehicle, some sort of specialized equipment. Hmm. Um. Yeah. You know, what? Maybe it's a like an excavator or a you know a big drill or um mm. something like that. But the like, I don't know. Sierra Sam kind of calls to mind like a cowboy. Yeah. Thor Sierra is an intimidating Nevada. god. You know, the god mm-hmm. of thunder. We a men, we a man. I don't know. That sounds like an acronym with man at the end. What's that? Yeah. What's something that goes on? It's like if Scott, C- if Sierra, Sam is, oh, it could be mascots. just to go back to the capitalization. Mark, could be college man. Is it capital W I a lowercase M A N or is the M capitalized capital W I a lowercase M A N. Maybe mascots. So it's, it's like college W I Amon. Mascot. Pronounced all, all capitalized, though? All capitalized, though? Yeah. I mean, stylized. Stylistically, you just present things like that. Like, if Sierra Sam, you said, is a cowboy, like, it could be, like, the uh, mascot for, like, UNLV, mm-hmm. the University of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think they have cowboys. Someone in Nevada has a fucking cowboy. We a man? Wisconsin a man? Possibly, but they're a badger. You know, something shit like that. They've got some man. They should hire you. Yes. Good idea. There's some ad companies listening right now. It's Pit Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, I don't know. It's maybe more machinery (laughs) stuff, like more like. Like. like AI robots or something like maybe the maybe AI robots. Oh yeah. Like or the a computer. Like, like the real Some doll. sort of big computer. D- yeah. I I'm not an expert but I feel like these names would ring a bell if it was AI or a computer. I feel like Watson, you know, or maybe there's like maybe they're very old computers. Horses. He didn't say when they existed. Yeah. Could be a horse. Horses. Actually a horse. Racehorse. They've got dumb fuck names. That's Which true. Are all kind, these Listen, are almost not dumb enough, though. No, but they've got all kinds of weird pronounce like capitalizations and shit. I think Sierra Sam was a racehorse. Really? 
No. Secretariat. Erased dog. But you no, know, yeah, you're saying the ones that have normal ass names. Like there's ones that are just like Biscuit yeah, no, is not so, a normal ass well, name. But, but I that's mean, a like, more normal yeah. name than like shit like Racehorses. W- yeah, racehorses I have think dumb horses. I would rather be named Sierra Sam than Seabiscuit, personally. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, doesn't that sound like a racehorse These, now that you think about it? Dogs. Dog show dogs, they also have crazy names. That's true. I, I think mm-hmm. I think these are weapons. I think this is like a missile. That's where my gut's going. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine. Get, I'm fine putting you know in situations like this. I don't care what we put down because no one knows. Mm-hmm. So if anyone has a, I tend to just default to whoever has the strongest inclination of the groups that we've suggested. I think that missiles are best, but I don't have you know I'm not like confident in that. So it's only as confident as whatever selection you have from from the group. Sure. So if you're like these are horses, I feel I'm no more sure that they're horses than they are missiles or vice versa. Same, same. Elise, do you have a stronger opinion one way or the other? I, I no. You no. did say you th- thought that these might I, be I horses. I feel like they're horses, but like I, I don't know why I feel like they're horses. The capitalization thing is, not, is what makes me think that they're not like a living entity. Yeah, I mean, they I could mean be that, stylized, that is completely valid. It just seems so. like I'm gonna look while we're going this up. Before we go, I'm gonna like Google weirdest horse names before we go. And you can't uh, do that. Let's just go. What with if they are horses? Yeah, that's true. Say, that's true. Yeah. If these let's come just, up, like, I just wanted to prove. Just, I wanted to prove a point to Lee. Let's just go with missiles. Missiles. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> crash test dummies. Oh, okay. oh. different See, specialized crash equipment. Test dummies. Yeah. Specialized okay. equipment. So, which ones are the ones that we're familiar with in cartoon versions? Is that the Weeman model, or uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. I know Sierra Sam was the very first one. Um, the, the The original question I was going to ask was just about um, about Sierra Sam, um, and I do not mean the band Crash Dust Dummies, by the way. Just so mm-hmm. we're being clear, <clears throat> exactly. Um, but the uh, very first ones. Uh, the Sierra Sam ones uh, were used, I believe, by NASA, if I remember correctly. Um, they used to use cadaver cadavers to test. Oh no! Uh, yeah. Lovely. Whoops. So yeah, Thor is uh, one of the most advanced one, or was a very advanced dummy. It has sensors and a human-like spine and pelvis. Sierra Sam. Um, this is what Sierra Sam looks like. Pretty similar oh, to yeah. a lot of the okay. crash dummies that we see today. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he was created in 1949, around 1949, used to, uh, test ejection seats, aviation helmets, pilot restraint harnesses, etc. Very adventurous life. Yeah. Hybrid one and two, I believe are the ones that are more like the ones that we know from the commercials, etc. The incredible crash test dummies. That's the grouping of pop culture crash test dummies that includes crash, crunch, splice, and I think it's gyro. It could be pronounced like the food, though. Euro. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> Probably not. Gyro. <laughs> and gyro. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pronounce it gyro, yeah. though. <laughs> a gyroscope. Okay. That is our first round. Yes. Let's take a little break. Yes. And we'll come back with some miscorrections and no notes and more trivia with Max and Elise.
All right, we're back, and it's time for some missed corrections. We heard from Fade to One on Discord letting me know Chechnya is not a country. It's a Republic of Russia, and that is correct. But I was even thinking of the I was thinking of the country of Chechia, which split off from the Czech, Czech Republic, but still obviously wrong. Mm-hmm. So Chechnya, not a country. Uh, we heard from Nabil H Bomb and others, including Idaho Pete, who wrote, "Ah, Seth had it so right. Warren G Harding is the correct answer." Wikipedia and everywhere else that you looked at says his name is Warren. It's like whatever, but Seth was correct. So, yes, an H-bomb uh, upset that we did not live fact check that. Um, we should do better about that, I think. Uh, we just kind of took uh, our uh, question submitter's word for it that the answer was William G. Harding, even though, obviously, we were all on board with Warren G. Harding being his name. So apologies for that. We're going to try and do better about that. My question about Dwight Howard, the 2004 first draft pick who had three stints with the Lakers. I put out a call to ask if there were any other uh, pl- ball players with a similar record. Adam from Death Stars of the Best Stars writing in Leandro Barbosa had three stints with the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know. Uh, not a first round draft pick, but there is somebody else with a similar accolade there. And Nabil writing that Tim Howard. Uh, Seth's first guest before he reoriented to Dwight Howard. Tim Howard is a former goalkeeper for the United States men's national soccer team. So I'm not sure if uh, Seth is a soccer fan, but maybe that's where his wires got crossed. We also heard from Chris M. One miscorrection and one point of contention in regards to episode 195. During Lee's meat sauce rant, he called people from Naples Napolese. I believe the proper term would be Neapolitan or Napolitano. So maybe I was thinking of people from Nepal or Napolese. That could be the demonym uh, that that uh, that goes to. Also, Chris continues taking long jump for Mike's final question. For Mark's final question is kind of cheap. Long jump is specifically a summer sport, whereas ski jump is a winter variation. I can't imagine giving or getting points for identifying the wrong sport. Close, but wrong. Please press wrong. button now. <laughs> So, Mark, you're just feeling generous, I guess, giving us a long jump. Uh, well, I I saw it as ski jump. Oh, so. okay. You just gave us credit for that, I think. I, I thought we we might have answered long jump. I don't think we answered ski jump. Oh, I thought you said ski jump. I think we were talking about skiing, but we <clears throat> submitted long jump, which is apparently a summer sport. Well, I since we were talking winter and you were mm-hmm. talking skiing, I think you were. I I guess I figured you were talking specifically about that type of skiing. Our generous. Obviously, master. you're not doing a long jump in the sand in winter, right? Yeah, <laughs> using the uh, uh, Fosbury flop. No, that's the high jump. I think they use the Fosbury. Yeah. I think flop. so. Yeah. yeah. We heard from Miles Amaro, who wrote, might be starting an argument here, but I would not have accepted long jump as a correct answer to Mark's question about ski jumping. You're getting a lot of heat for this this week, Mark. (laughs) Mark said to be specific, asking for the name of the event, and there is no event called long jump in the Winter Olympics. There are also style and form points as part of the score. So it is not technically who jumps furthest who always wins. So there's another argument there for not accepting long jump. Just my two cents. And we also heard from Brandon Long. You mentioned on the podcast episode about J.M. Barry and thought that uh, the question came about from an episode of Radiolab. Any chance you can remember what podcast it was? 
found an episode on SSR, but that was released after this no-no bonus episode. Help. I believe this was the episode with Skylar. Do you remember that, Mark? I do remember it. Um, I'll look up to find out what the episode is. Okay. It's called Stress. It's Radiolab? Radiolab. Okay. The episode is called Stress, and I believe it came out in 2007. Um, And it talks specifically about the stress of one of his siblings dying and his mother basically putting all of that on him and calling him by his brother's name and the amount of stress of all of this, basically not letting his body grow. Mm -hmm. And that being the catalyst for him writing Peter Pan. Wow. That does sound like a good episode. It's, it's very interesting to see what stress can do to your body. And it talks, it goes into pretty good detail about that. Everyone should listen to it. Radio lab is great. Rod stepped down, which is yeah. recently announced his retirement, but it, I mean him and him and Robert Krolwich back in the day. Ooh, chef's kiss. Absolutely. If you'd like to write us with a missed correction, a rate my question, or even just a little no note, you can write to us at no nonsense trivia gmail.com. Call us at 1 929 356 6966 or find us on social media. And if you have yet to do so, please take a moment to review our show on Apple, Spotify, Podchaser, Good Pods, or wherever else you might listen to our podcast and be able to rate our show. Are you guys ready for some more trivia? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Here you go. How many cards are dealt to each player in Omaha Hold'em Poker? How many cards are dealt to each player in Omaha Hold'em Poker? I don't know anything about poker, so I'm out. Poker, I just met. I fold. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I know about poker. There you go. There's a good go. one. Could be mm. five. Mm. One of those for the. <laughs> Could be three. I don't think it's more than five. I have a hard time. It would be insane to be more than five. Unless there's no five. like river or turn or anything right. in the middle, then it would be like seven. But that's called stud poker, right? When you just get I think the. think so, yeah. Maybe three. Hold them implies that there's cards that are shared. Yeah. So I'd say three or one. Mm-hmm. Texas Omaha hold them, you get two. Hold them. Yeah. So it's probably not two because why would you have a different kind of poker yeah. to just play by the same rules? Unless the rules are different. We're the places, real two card hold them from Omaha, <laughs> not from Texas. They stole it from us. New York City. One seems silly. Three seems manageable. I like three or five. Four would seem weird. Yeah. You hold four and then there's three. So there's no river, no turn. Yeah. You only get the flop. Maybe. Maybe four is not too bad an idea. Mm. Five seems mm. like a lot. Five's a lot. Three? Three. That was my first. Three seems kinda. reasonable. Yeah. It's a normal number of cards to have, I think. You got three down here. Maybe you have four on the flop. Yeah. It's the three coming out on the flop. So there's still seven cards. Three? Should we go three? I'm leaning three. Three. Sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> the correct answer is four. Damn. Oh, okay. It is four. And uh, to the best of my knowledge, I've never played Omaha Hold'em. I've, I've watched a little bit, but I do believe that there is still three flop. Mm-hmm. And a river. And one turn. river, one or one turn, one river. Oh, so you just get a little extra cards in your hand mm-hmm. to choose. A from. little more juice for the squeeze. All right. Fair enough. 
A reptiles question coming your way. Okay. Reptiles. Okay. What is the common name for the subfamily of venomous reptiles, which includes moccasins, lanceheads, and rattlesnakes, and is named in part for the infrared detecting organs located deep between their eyes? Isn't what it is pit the, vipers? What is the common name for the subfamily of venomous reptiles, which includes moccasins, lanceheads, and rattlesnakes, and is named in part for the infrared detecting organs located deep between their eyes? I think eyes. it's pit vipers. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Is it pit vipers? It is indeed pit <laughs> vipers because those infrared organs located yeah, deep in the, in the yeah, pit okay. between their eyes. Oh. I always thought it was because you'd find them in like in pits in the ground. Can you, know? you repeat you the question into a one pit more of time? Vipers. What is the common name for the subfamily of venomous reptiles, which includes moccasins, lanceheads, and rattlesnakes, and is named in part for the infrared detecting organs located deep between their eyes? Named in part for the organ? What is the organ called? Well, it's the, the organ it's is located in, in the pit in between the pit. their eyes. So it's not named for the organ. It's named for the location of the organ? Yes. Yes. Okay. That are located in the pit. Can I, I get on my soapbox for a minute? Sure. <laughs> you should say the location of the organ. <laughs> but can I get on my soapbox for a Please. minute? I got it immediately. Well, yes, I, okay. because you know a lot about animals. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're trying to think of, like, the name of the organ, not the location of the organ. It, I think that if you know, like, a ballpark sort of have some sort of knowledge where you would be able to get Pit Viper, you would get what he was saying. In my opinion, just yeah. because you have, like, if you have kind of a roundabout knowledge of stuff, and you'll be like, oh, well, Pit Mark, that's just my opinion, though. I would like to let you know they are referred to as pit organs. Okay, then, so, then perfect. I think yeah. it, it's fine. Then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, What's that's there? why. That's why I was. You just said because it's in the pit, and I yeah. was like, oh well, that's the location. Then that's not the name of the organ. If the organ is called a pit organ, then fuck yeah. It's what's the What's the official name for the subcategory? They are the. It's in a, a class called scary snakes. <laughs> <laughs> More commonly, the, sub- the, sub- the subclass of, oh, no, oh, shit. Oh, no. When I Google pit viper, only the sunglasses come up. Spooky <laughs> noodle. <laughs> they are the uh, crotalinae, or crotalin snakes. Now I know. Oh, sure. Also known as pit vipers or pit adders. Love a good adder. Mm-hmm. Hey, Max. Yeah. Want to give us a question? All righty. Paul Tibbetts once said, I'm proud that I was able to start with nothing, plan it, and have it work as perfectly as I did. I sleep clearly every night. What is Mr. Tibbetts talking about? That grid on that purple mattress. Use our code. No, 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 I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hear it one more time? Paul Tibbetts once said, I'm proud that I was able to start with nothing, plan it, and have it work as perfectly as it did. I sleep clearly every night. What is Mr. Tibbetts so proud of? I don't know who. Do we know who Paul Tibbetts no, is? Is he a person that name we sounds familiar? Should know. Well, Max is a big sports guy. Mm-hmm. He loves sports. I'm glad I was able to start with nothing. Plan, plan it. it and have it work as well as it did. As perfectly as it as did. As perfectly as it did. I sleep clearly every night. 
He's also a big movie guy. Is, is Paul Tibbetts a movie director of some kind? Is this related to an episode of Doubled Feature? It must be. Oh. We can guess so, yeah. Okay, now I, that's a good point. Let's see, there's like 60 episodes of Doubled Feature. So let's start with number <laughs> episode one. No. Well, most recent is about... Uh, Guys bringing their girlfriends back to life as zombies. We're dealing with yeah. them. So when you say planet, is that, are you saying P L A N space I T or P L A N E T? It is something that he helped plan. Okay. Oh, um, the fire f- festival. <laughs> oh, that would make a lot of sense, you guys. And you guys did uh, have. Uh, Andre de Saint on recently to talk about the Firefest documentary. I think it could podcast. be. I think it could be the Fire Festival. But it didn't work out. I know, but I feel like well he. It, it was a guy. Maybe it's a guy that's in complete denial, and so he's trying to just be like, "It's been a while since I like actually watched mm-hmm. the documentaries." But I feel like there were enough people in in those that were fucking out of their minds in denial that they're like, "Yeah, this, everything went well." Yeah. That was that, the vibe I that got. That would be fucking insane if someone's saying that that worked out as well I as I think it did. he said it it not okay. I'm trying to remember the context now because someone said something like that. It, it was something like we couldn't have tried to like mess it up and get it more right. Right. Or something like yeah. that. Like everything just like fell into place. Everything that we asked for like worked out until like the event started. I, I think it, I I think it was yeah. the fire festival. Yeah, let's go with it. We're gonna say the fire festival. Uh, that's wrong. Oh, wrong. But, uh, <laughs> very very funny to think of General Paul Tibbetts being a part of the fire <laughs> festival. Uh, no, he's talking about the bombing of Nagasaki. Oh no! Oh, whoops. <laughs> he, uh, General, good guy, that's General so Tibbetts. <laughs> Uh, just so you know that he's he's a very uh, both both absolute travesties (laughs) just so you know that uh just how good of a guy uh paul tibbetts is he uh in 1976 reenacted the bombing at an air show in texas oh Oh, my god are you kidding me when did he do this 1976 oh uh he um oppenheimer's like i am become death and this guy's like Work perfectly. Uh, yeah. Uh, in 1995, hey, General Tibbetts denounced uh, the 50th anniversary exhibition of the Enola Gay at the Smithsonian uh, that put the bombing context in the context of the suffering that it caused. He described it as a damn big insult. Um, wow. And he, uh, he and other veterans groups have said that too much attention was being paid to Japan's suffering and not enough to Whoa. its military brutality. Well, w- uh, lopsided there. But Ar- I guess he's playing for the worse home team. Than being proud of the fire festival. Paul, Paul Tibbetts, yeah. good, good yes. guy. If, an you'd like, there. if you'd like to know more about the bombing, you can listen to episode uh, forty-seven of the Doubled Future podcast, where Doctor Fail Love, where we talk about Doctor Strange Love, or how I oh, learned to stop caring, stop I, worrying, and love the bomb, and uh, the the other one that we talked about, so, <laughs> the less famous twin <laughs> film. I missed that episode. Nuclear Damn bombs. It. So how do you like Doctor Strange Love? I love Doctor Strange. It's great. It's so good. Yeah, that was yeah, my first time watching it. Oh, it's first time so. seeing Failsafe as well, which is a, is a, in its own right a very good movie, but it's overshadowed by one of the most famous <laughs> movies of all time. Right. Um. Yeah, Doctor Strange Love is incredible. Elise, it's my turn. Okay, we have a, a movies question. Oh. What actor played the role of Linkovich Chum- Chumovsky in three films? 
from 1992 to 1994. 1992 to 1994? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, um, uh, I believe it's Mads Mikkelsen. Um, I th- if I'm thinking this, I think the, the movies are called Pusher, and they are, um, the guy who directed Drive, his like first movies. Oh, Neil um, De, De, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, the fuck is his name? Um, Finally got to make his own movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has three names. DeGross Resson or something. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You're close, and now I'm close. Oh. <laughs> now you're gonna come. Yeah. No, was, well, name. I'm thinking of someone else. I was thinking a uh, Nicole Nicholas. Oh, it's Nicholas Winding Refn. That's it. Yeah, ah, Nicholas Winding, Winding Refn. Refn. I, I believe right. that's who because I I think his his character goes by the name of Link. I didn't know that he was he's been acting for that long. Oh, I guess Matt I know Nicholson he's an older actor, actor, but yeah. I I think Rogue One was the first time I noticed him. What I know, yeah. I thought he was a new guy. Oh my god, I'm out of the loop. That's that's what I think it is. That was immediately where I went, but. I could be wrong. Um, and now I, I think I'm too far down the, the hole of being able to yeah, think I of anything. Think and don't judge me. You just saw Dr. Strangelove for the Can first time. Can we hear the one time? Um, yeah. What actor played the role of Linkovich Chamofsky in three films from 1992 to 1994? I could see him playing that character. The role three times in two years. Jesus Christ. Well, one in, in 92, movies. one in 93, and one in 94. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, making. I don't movie know Pusher. I don't know the series. It's, it's foreign. Mads Mikkelsen does a lot of movies overseas just because he like goes home and just makes. Movies Hello, he yes, wants I to, make. Like to make another movie. Well, let's, I don't have a better answer. All right, we're gonna say Mads Mikkelsen. I'm sorry, oh. um, Max. You were on the right uh, when you said that he goes by the name Link. Um. Brendan Fraser. Oh. Fraser. Well, Fraser. Brendan yeah, Fraser. Fraser. Okay. What movies? He, uh, he played Lincoln in Sino Man. Oh. And then he also played Link in Son in Law. He was, I guess, in a cameo in Son in Law. And then also in a cameo in, in the Army Now as Link. He was in, wow. in the Army Now? <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> oh, what my the God. fuck? I wow. thought with- <laughs> we were We watched. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth yesterday or last night, and so I was like, I'm going to do a Brendan Fraser question. Wait a second. So they use that name. That's like, the, is that he the name the that K- they give him? He they was, give him he that name. Played in Encino that Man. same character. Obviously, in, he didn't yeah. have a he government name. The as, Encino Man in all three movies. Yeah. Yeah. In what we call the Link trilogy. The, the, the Link, wow. The LCU. <laughs> the Link Cinematic Universe. I like that wow. question. And Brendan Fraser is a good. Uh, Good answer. I mean, Mads Mikkelsen, no disrespect to him. He's a great actor. But as I mentioned, I wasn't even really aware of him. So I like that it's like a popular actor, yeah. especially now that he's come back into the limelight. I after figured his, it was uh, like at least a decent. I don't I'm not going to say it's a trick question because the other two he was he was in as cameos, but he's Link. credited in all of them. So that's good. Yeah. And yeah. that's I mean, it, you you think it's like a Russian name or something. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. leads you down that path. But yeah. wasn't he found in Siberia? The Encino uh, Man? I don't remember anymore. Honestly, it's been a really long time since I saw that movie. It's the first movie where uh, Pauly Shore wheezed the juice. Oh, uh, no. Mads <laughs> Mikkelsen's character's name is Tony in Pusher. Mm. <laughs> 
All right, you ready the for another question? First one came out in '96. Well, now I feel silly. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go watch Channing Tatum's dog. See you guys. <laughs> All right, here is uh, here is your next question. What German physicist is regarded as the founder of quantum theory, for which he won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1918? Wow. Mm. Boy, oh boy. We're all in our mind palace. I'm just trying to think of a funny name to say. Niels Bohr split the atom. Yeah. And I think he might have been not German. Mm. B-O-H-R? I think it's like B-O-E-H. I I think he might have been like um, uh, Dutch. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but... They've got those H's in there. Yeah, it's... Um, so you guys want to say the German scientist was like Olaf Gunderscience? No, it was like, oh. I mean, what if it was just Einstein? 1918? Father was, of quantum physics? I mean, isn't... Or, or um, the only other German um, physicist I can think of is um, um, the... Uh, fuck, the guy... Uh, Breaking Bad... Um, Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Oh, maybe. Those are the only... Oh, though I literally am drawing a blank for any other German physicist. Yeah. I'm not good at uh, science stuff. I'm okay with going with Einstein. I yeah. mean, 1919. Or Heisenberg. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I mean, know anything about Heisenberg. I don't know much about Heisenberg. I know on the I know show that he was a, a physicist. I believe he was a physicist, oh, okay. like, in, in real life. Yeah. Um, I know Mark likes Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I Yes, but I almost feel like Einstein, like, people would be like, well, Einstein's too obvious of it. Is, so Einstein, o- is Einstein Austrian? No, he's German. He's German? Yeah, because okay. it was, like, a whole thing where they wanted him... Yeah, he's German. They wanted him to be a president of yeah, Israel. Yeah, president of Israel, and it... it yeah. Um, That's <clears throat> an alternate timeline for you. That would be wild. <laughs> that would be wild. I think that that was one of the questions uh, on another episode of this that I was on, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. Einstein seems like the obvious thing, but then, let's then go like, with Heisenberg. yeah. Well, no, but also oh. it could be oh. a, a, it could be a little trick thing from Mark, where he's like, well, they're going to overthink it and think that Einstein's too obvious, and then pick something else, or it could be none of those. Hmm. Yeah. So, Damn, how meta am I getting, guys? Yes. Right. right. Probably so, know that how you much know am I playing that with we you guys know that you know. Right. Exactly. Now you know that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine saying either one. Yeah, me too. Heisenberg. Heisenberg. No. No. Einstein. 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 It's incorrect. (laughs) Heisenberg was awarded the 1932 Nobel Prize in Mm. Physics for the creation of quantum mechanics. But that was 1932. Albert Einstein, um, he won, I don't remember when, but sometime a long time ago. The the answer I was looking for was Max Planck. Mm. Max Planck. Max, Max, why didn't Plank. you know that? He has your name. I yeah, know my Max, name. what the fuck? I know all famous Maxes. Yeah. I used to know that. I think when I first started doing trivia, I he came used across to be my that. Playground. He was also the um, originator of the planking challenge. Yes. Because he had um, a fused spine. Mm. So he couldn't bend at all. In another universe, I'm all curly. Yeah. <laughs> but here in this one, <laughs> I am straight. <laughs> horrible, horrible auto accident. All right, this is uh, 
This is our last question of the round, right? It is. Yep. I had to write an extra new metal question okay. for you guys. This is not okay. one that I asked live this week. This oh, God. Is we need to name another corn album. <laughs> the video for which 1998 song by Corn features Eminem's first appearance in a major music video and was requested on MTV's Total Request Live so much that it became the first music video to be officially retired from the show. Wow. Wasn't it the one with the bullet? What's the one with the bullet? I was thinking that, that's, too. That's, yeah, it's the, the one where he has the... Um, doc, doc, um, nah, nah, nah. That's every song by Corn. Yeah. No, it's the, it's, the, it's the famous <clears throat> one. It's the one that started the meme. Is that Got the Life? Is that what it's called? No, no. Um, falling Away From Me? Maybe. I'm so ba- I'm horrible. You know this, Elise. I'm so bad with song titles. I know, but... I which- know songs and stuff, and then I can't remember what like the names of songs are. Falling Away From Me. What was the video for Falling Away From Me? Because I'm pretty sure that the other one is the one with the... I mean, there's, there's very many. What about Freak on a Leash? Yes, that's the one. That's it's the song freak- I'm thinking of, is Freak on a Leash. Walking like a freak on a leash. That's that's the song I'm thinking of. That's the I'm pretty positive think- that's the one with the bullet. No, I don't think that's the one with the bullet. I think the one with the bullet is uh, the one that Christian sang. That's got the life. Yeah, I think that that's the one with the bullet. I don't think so. You think it's Freak on a Leash? I think Freak on a Leash is the one with the bullet. Treat me like a freak on a leash. <laughs> okay, let's just go. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> freak on a leash. So That's the like the most stops. like popular song. <laughs> yeah, freak on a leash. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The the line is feeling like a freak on a leash. Whatever. <laughs> feeling like I have no release. Uh, it has got the life. It's the song oh. that Christian sang at uh, karaoke on Thursday after Isn't that trivia. What I said? That and you Max did say that. A firm no. Yeah. It is okay. uh, Eminem appears in the crowd in a performance scene. Is that the which is the one with the bullet? That's Freak on a Leash. Okay, okay. That's Freak on a Leash. Uh, that See, show okay, also very I'm popular not, on TRL. Then, right, right, then we're all you right. can't damn me because I I'm was. We all damning, thought it was the bullet one. I'm not damning you. And I knew I which one the say, bullet one was. I think it's interesting though that, that they had the first song to be officially retired by the show. Like there was no retirement component before that song, and they yeah, were like, Kirsten Daly just got so tired of hearing yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting so overwhelmed with this that we need to actually like do a uh, retirement. Um, there is a list here of other songs. Life is is catchy. I don't know mm. the the um the music video for that. There's like a bunch of different scenes. It's not like a, co- a coherent like storyline. There's like shots of them like walking their dogs down LA uh streets and like a performance segment and like there's a scene where like fieldy is like dancing in like a disco room. How is Freak on a Leash like not the the one with them walking their pets? <laughs> right that's so in freak on a leash they're in How like fitting they're in like a dark room that's got bullet holes coming in no 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 yeah. i'm saying like freak on a leash with them walking their pets on a leash I'm well because sure. they're the freak they're the freak on the leash. oh they, yeah. they, they're not pets the animals the an- exactly you got to flip jonathan my man. davis has himself <laughs> yes uh so corn got the life the first song to be retired on Total Request Live, Nookie by Limp Bizkit being the oh. second. Freak on a Leash, the ninth Terrible time to be alive. song to be retired. And uh, their most recent would be their 90th, Girls and Boys by Good Charlotte. You might remember that song from oh. your Lyrics to Go. Oh, his dog kind of looks like Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And I forgot <laughs> Sorry, to mention I'm watching, earlier, I'm watching the Togo, video. 
the dog Togo mm-hmm. that beat Balto. That name is practically in the title of your podcast, Lyrics Togo. So you <laughs> yeah. should have been right Aww. on that one, Mark. Lyrics Togo. All right. That does it for this round. We're going to take a little break, and then we're going to come back with a Rate My Question and our final questions. We're back, and it's time for a rate my question. This one comes to us from who was on both winning teams this week, Team Captain Matt, both teaming up with Whiskey Tango and the Shiba Inu Illuminati on Wednesday and Thursday. Here's Matt's question. Gentlemen, Team Captain Matt here with a rate my question. All right, here it goes. Broadcasting from station WFM in the southern U.S. since 1925. What is the longest-running American radio program? Good luck. Take care, guys. Bye. The longest-running radio program. Broadcasting from station WFM. Do you say WFM or WMF? WFM. WFM. WFM in the southern... I'll play it one more time. Broadcasting from station WFM in the southern U.S. since 1925, what is the longest-running American radio program? Call letters usually have three, so I think something may have, like, cut out there. I don't know yeah. if it's supposed to be, like, WFAM or something. No? I Not always. Was, I don't no. they always were. I guess it's early enough. Yeah, I was going to say maybe it was one of the earliest that it only needed three. 1925, almost 100 years old. An old radio show. Um, it's not Prairie Home Companion. No, it, and that was like names. in my mind. That's but what I, I was thinking too. And I think that, and that's that's I think always been filmed in the or recorded in the Midwest. I don't mm-hmm. think that it's it's from that's the South. Southern. Yeah, yeah. But that was definitely up there in my head. Um, hmm. What's a like? What are some other NPR shows? Morning Edition. Wait, wait, uh, don't tell me. That is definitely no, not, not 100 it. years old. <laughs> what's their other new show? They have Morning Edition. They've got What's in the Evening? All Things Considered. All Things Considered. Hmm. That's kind of a weird name for a 1925 show, though. Yeah. Fresh Air. It's not from 1925. No, I'm just naming NPR stuff now. This is Fresh Air, hosted by the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Why are we... <laughs> Why are we thinking of uh, John Kassir, right? Is he the guy who does the voice for the group? I think so. Why are we thinking NPR? Just because they got Just a long-running radio shows. shows. Yeah. Those, I think, are mostly How from long the has NPR been around? Probably yeah, not since 1925. Yeah. What, um, in A Christmas Story, what was the name of the radio show that he Little was Little Orphan Annie. What is Little Orphan Annie? Maybe. Man, I'm... How befuddling. Um, what about... Oh, no, probably not. I was going to say, what about that Art Bell show? Coast to Coast? Ooh. Coast to Coast. He wasn't doing that in 1925, though. I think they broadcast... I think they broadcast from, like, Vegas. Oh, do they? Yeah. It's not very Southern. Because it's it's definitely a West Coast show, because if you want to listen live here, it's like... You got to be up at, like, 3 a.m. 
because they they're they're a very late night show. Does he still what? do that, or did someone else take over? I think someone else. Took someone over. else took over. I think he, if he's not dead, <clears throat> he hosts from time to time. But they've got like kind of like a rotating host thing. Kind of- There's like a, several main hosts. I mean, is it an interview show? Is it a? I don't know. Radio. <clears throat> it. I think it's, it's tough. Yeah, I, I know. Like, um, I know. Like, um, is it still running? Is it still running? I don't know if it was specified. What is the longest running American radio program? So, yes, that'd be is. It, it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be the longest running because the way that it's phrased could be like what holds the record for the longest. Run. Oh, okay. What is the longest running as of right now? Yeah. So, it's not specified. Not specified. The price is right. Well, I will tell you this. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you this. Light. I know Guiding Light was incredibly long running. Was incredibly long running. It was um, the oldest serial, um, serial, like the oldest um, soap opera. Soap opera before it shut down sometime, sometime maybe like ten or fifteen years ago or so. My mom was, was, a that, a radio radio was, was that a radio show. It was. Well, thing, well, um, well, that, but I don't know if it continued on as a TV show or not. If, if it continued on as a radio show in the TV show, you know, um, I like that. And I'm not saying it's Austin City Limits because not Austin City Limits, but like something in, um, uh, not like, 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 yeah, yeah. Or like Lawrence Welk. I know Lawrence Welk is dead, but something in that, like, uh-huh. like realm of things because like i know that all of that started out on the radio and i bet something similar to that could have continued but i don't i don't know randall opry's not a bad guess i don't know that it's a radio is it show southern? it is southern though right yep. it's like uh tennessee mm-hmm. or um, absolutely that's what put the idea in my head when you said uh, austin city limits i was like well what's like that but older what's like the grand old opry Guiding Light, I feel, is like it's probably like Guiding a Light Los Angeles like thing, like soap operas, probably Hollywood, or out of New, or like out of New York, maybe. Um, Grand Ole Opry sounds good. Um, I'm not opposed to guessing Grand Ole. I'm not opposed to guessing Grand Ole Opry. Uh, sure. All right, let's do it. We're gonna say Grand. We're gonna say I kept just thinking Lawrence Welk, and I'm like, well, it's not that, but it could Opry. be like. Uh, I feel like he's Midwest. I don't know why. No, and, and even that, I was just in my mind, like when I think of radio shows, I think of stuff like that. We are correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Grand Old Opry. Look at that sus. We sussed it. The longest radio program is Grand Old Opry, broadcast on WSM radio. So the voicemail huh? we heard, WFM. Yeah. Um, it sounds, I mean, it's kind I of hard to tell. I don't think that would have made a difference for us In anyway. Nashville, Tennessee, uh, since November 28th, 1925. Damn. And then it says here, a total of 79 years. Got up to your math, get us book of world records. It's been a little longer than 79 years since 1925. Jeez Louise. All right. Um, I'll give it an A+. Plus. Yeah, I question. think that was a good question. And I think it had enough, uh, a good amount of info in it, too. All right, well, Max and Elise are going to decide what they're going to use for their rating system. I see Lee is hard at work over here determining his pibs. Yeah, I'm going to give this a... Lowercase p. Radio show's not a hot topic being requested. 
I will give this capital I because it's very interesting and it's a it's a record holding fact. That is always interesting. I'm going to give it a lowercase b because you get the call letters and you get the geographic location of you know where it's put out from. And we give it this capital S. I think it's written pretty well, uh, maybe even perfectly. I don't know that yeah. built-in hint. You'd have to say what grand old radio show? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Maybe just a different way of looking at it, like, or like, you know, that the, uh, like, the Carter family was involved in this or something like that. That would be a. I almost B. think any hint they give outside of what they give would be too much hint. For maybe us, because we are music maybe, aficionados. Yeah. But if I ask this at a live environment, I'm not sure that that would make the difference. If I said the Carter family was involved, you know, they'd be like, yeah. Jay Z, Beyonce, what? Max? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to rate it on a five star system. Uh, I'll, I'll give it. Got that letterbox four, style. Yeah, four stars. Four, okay, four out of five. And Elise. I'm going to rate it on a... How many scissors will you give it? I'll give it... Um, out of four scissors, I'll give it three and a half scissors. Mm. One of them is just a half a shear. Yes. <laughs> Anything you would change about this question if you were hosting a trivia and, and you would ask it? or Depending on the venue, I out. think you're right that like you'd probably just need maybe a little extra hint in there. Yeah. But um, I, I also I do also agree with Mark. I don't know what what you say that is enough of a hint to steer people more in the right direction. I mean, even if you did so, did something like a wordplay, like not as as obvious as what Mark joked sure. around about, but you know something like that, either like a, a or like music performance radio performance show means old, yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Variety a radio show, performance show, like or yeah, something, something like that. that gives just to give this the little extra nudge and like direction. Yeah, of like the style of show because you you know you could sit there all day and come up with so many different. It was like are we you know are we talking an interview show, a talk show, what you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So maybe it's like something about like the type of show. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't say musical show. Mm. Too far, kind of thing. That's yeah. maybe a little too much. Too obvious. I'm, that might narrow it down too much, but yeah, variety, per, variety or performance show script. You know, it's not scripted necessarily, but mm-hmm. something variety like that. Yeah. show might be good. Something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, thank you, Team Captain Matt, for the great question. If you would like to write us with a rate my question or a miscorrection, you can do so. No nonsense trivia gmail dot com or call us at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six. Elise, how about you oh, kick off our third Elise? round? She went first the first round. What? You went first the first round. Well, of our guests. She went, and then he went, so it goes back to her. Right, so in round two, Max went first. So, this okay. is round three. I was also, There's a logic I, I was here. also thinking just like Lee went, and then like round-wise Lee went, and then mm-hmm. Mark went, and then Elise went, and then I went. But then you went first the second round. Mm-hmm. Lee went, you went, and her. We kind of went around. I don't know. So, so this one, I was. Why is it? Why does it even matter? Because it's only. There's been some only... discussion on the last round where I usually ask if the woman would like to go first as a as a moment of chivalry, and Lee's given me a little bit of pushback before about it, and then I just thought it strange. I thought it queer that Lee uh, automatically went for the woman to go first, and I was just asking if there was any rhyme or reason behind. There's it. There's a logic to it. I don't think there is. <laughs> there is. It, it mirrors our uh, our first round, except uh, you and I are waiting to go last this time. <laughs> except it's different. 
Yes. But their order <laughs> their order is the same. <laughs> Elise is like, why are the parents fighting? <laughs> she just wants to ask her damn question. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, I am going? Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to name three dog breeds, oh. and you are going to tell me what country they're from. Okay. Pretty simple, right? Okay. Three dog breeds, three they all it's Just one country. Okay. All three oh. of them are from one country. Oh, okay. 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 The Bouvier de Flanders. The Lacanois and the Skipper Key. One more time. The Bouvier de Flanders. Two Simpsons names in there, by the way. Marge (laughs) Bouvier, her maiden name, and Ned Flanders, neighbor. The uh, Lacanois and the Skipper Key. I don't know any of these dogs. Do you? I I can't picture them. If you'd like me to to show you a. Not a full-blooded, probably. Either my mom loved Skipper Keys or knew someone that had one, or we had a dog that was part Skipper Key. Okay. That she thought was pronounced Shipper Key, I think, at first, initially. Obviously, this sounds awfully French. Bouvier. Yeah. De Flanders. De Flanders. I can show you pictures of each, if that helps. Isn't Flanders a place in... Isn't there a, lo- a like location? Let me see a picture. Okay, so... Flanders. Here's yeah. a Bouvier. They do come in other colors. Um, they're pretty large dogs, but that's what a Bouvier looks like. Um, they, they, it comes in like a wheaten color, too, so more of like a, a tan color. Um, and then, Seeing these dogs will help me not at all, but they are pretty. <laughs> at no point will we look at a dog and go, that's Flemish. <laughs> Why, that fucking dog is as sure as, as, sure as shit. That dog is from fucking France. Yeah. You see the Greek ankles on that thing? <laughs> That's a Greek the, dog if I've ever a, seen one. There's the Lycanois. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm least familiar with as far as I've never seen one in real life, but they're really pretty. I'm leaning French. French is too obvious. This has got to be a trick. What if the tricky answer is that these are all homegrown dogs here in the United States of America? Damn. Ooh. Ooh. They just have some... Names that sound like they could be from other countries. Yeah, I could do it. Lycanois. That could be like an Alaskan thing. Mm-hmm. Or a Canadian thing. Canada also has uh, French Canada. French Canada, too. To their credit. The Labrador, mm, right? That's interesting. That's interesting. Now I'm leaning Canada. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Might also be a little too obvious. But maybe that's the thing. But maybe that's the thing. It's the obvious, French is obvious because obvious. you say, well, it's France. France is in other places, guys. They went all over. Yep. They still are all over. They've got time zones on lock. Oh, most, shit. Most maybe time it's zones. French Guiana. It could be. I'm going to say Probably Canada. not, though. I'm, I'm saying Canada. I like Canada. I like that answer. Mark? Um, it's not a bad answer. Skipper key sounds like something you might use on the coast. I was kind of thinking. I I was still trying to think of Flanders, like the place. Is Flanders in Amsterdam or like Austria? How did we know? Maybe. It might be Dutch I think it's somewhere, somewhere around there, yeah. Denmark. 
Flanders, Denmark. Eh, I'm still leaning Canada. All right, we'll say Canada. Um, so Max, you keep mentioning Dog, the movie Dog. Yeah, there's a Malinois. There's a Malinois. (laughs) Yeah. So the end of Malinois. Yeah. OIS. We have the Lake Noir. Yeah. OIS. What's the full name of a Malinois? Have you heard of the full breed name of a Malinois? No. I mean, probably, but a water Malinois. They're called Belgian Malinois. Oh, from Belgium. Belgium, Flanders. Yeah, so they're from Belgium. I knew it was somewhere around there. Belgian dog breeds. I thought maybe because Malinois are becoming so popular that it was maybe you could have tied it in with the wa ending. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, has your love love of dogs increased since dating Elise? I always love dogs. Has it increased? His amount of dogs has increased. <laughs> Surprise. I don't know if my love of dogs has increased. I don't know if I can The amount love of love anymore. in his heart must love for dogs. dogs has physically increased yeah. due to the fact of owning more than he did. All right. Max. Is it my turn? Yes. All right. AFFCRW formation, swooping, and canopy flying are all types of what extreme sport? Probably base jumping. A-F-F-C-R-W. Formation, swooping, and canopy flying are all types of what extreme sport? Or disciplines, styles? It's going to be hard to convince me that it's not base jumping. Well, was there a doubled feature episode about base jumping? Because I can tell you that there was a recent episode about skydiving. That's true. It could be skydiving. Ooh. Terminal Velocity, I think, was one of the movies. It's essentially a safer form of base yeah. jumping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're related. My tattoo artist is really big into skydiving, but I don't think that I've ever heard him speak as in-depth about like the types I've of... I've never heard of these. Yeah, CRW. Yeah. AFF, is that attached to like somebody else? Well, you said formation. There is formation skydiving. Mm -hmm. I'm almost sure there's formation skydiving. Can we hear the question one more time, please? Yeah. And real quick question. Is AFF comma CRW? Yeah. That's not one big thing. Okay. No. AFF, CRW, formation, swooping, and canopy flying are all types of what extreme sport? Formation is definitely a type Mm -hmm. of skydiving. Attached first flight? Because I know it could be... that sounds very yeah. yeah 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 let's go with it yeah i think skydiving we're gonna say skydiving it is skydiving yay um is that attached first flight is accelerated free fall oh. okay. uh, very wrong whoa. there but, but still <laughs> formation also known as belly um crw stands for crew um, Wait, CRW stands for crew? Well, it's a, like an abbreviation. They, got they, they one took letter. one letter out. That shit well, drives they, me nuts. Okay, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's called crew, spoken as crew. It technically stands for canopy relative work. Oh, okay. Oh, That's okay. what. Okay, thank yeah. you. I yeah. was like, yeah. why is it capital CRW? <laughs> Commonly and referred crew, to. which really took one letter out. There's okay. a. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there you go. Also, uh, free flying and tandem. Tandem is when you're attached. Ah, mm, tandem. Yes, tandem. Yep. Yes. All right. My last question for y'all is about gurus, famous gurus. Mm. Which Indian guru is known for his intense gaze 
and once fl- once fled the U.S. after his group of followers contaminated 10 salad bars in Oregon in an attempt to influence a local election by incapacitating as many voters as possible. Okay, I know this, but I don't know his name. His, I do know his name, and I know that his partner's I, name was Sheila. I think you asked this at Point of Bell one time, and I don't remember his name. I if, if he did ask it, I knew the answer because it was the Wild Wild Country was yep. the yeah. documentary, and then Sheila was the one that actually like did a lot of the weird yep. shit. His name, and it, he actually came up in either a crossword puzzle or um, that Wild Wild Country documentary is amazing. And yeah, it's very good. They use a uh, really good fucking song for the theme song. It's I think it's smog or um, it is. It, I, I'm almost sure it's smog. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but he, um, it Bill was Callahan. He, uh, that's not the guy's name. That's the was name in a crossword puzzle a couple months ago, or was in the comment section of a crossword puzzle where people were discussing him because of something adjacent to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name, I don't know his full name, but his it's like O Osho Osho. Like O-S-H-O, I believe. You're thinking of OSHA, which is the department that was put yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking for of. Uh-huh. And, and and they came by and, and went to the yeah, went to the, the buffets and were like, This is fucked up. No, um, um it's I'm almost sure it's OSHO. And it, it's like a full name of very it is, you it, know it's something like that. Uh it doesn't sound right to me, but you know better than I do, and you definitely know what you're talking about, so let's go with it. We're gonna say OSHO. That's correct. It It is Osho. His uh, real name, Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. Okay. Otherwise known as Osho, the sex guru. Okay. I've never, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Osho name, but Bhagwan is the one that I knew. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, this was the first and is the single largest bioterrorist attack in United States history. Wow. They sprinkled salmonella culture on salad bar ingredients. 45 people hospitalized. Would you have accepted Bhagwan? Uh, yeah, I think he was. Uh, he had multiple n- names. Yeah, that, they, you know, so Rajneesh and Osho leader. definitely. Bogwan. I think if you answered Bogwan for this, I would give it to you. Like <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. I, I guess you're on a first name basis with him, Rajneesh or something. I, I know the guy. That documentary is great. It's very good. I never got around to seeing it. So. It's, you should check it out. It's really. I, good. I would Maybe watch it again. It's, it's a really, series. Yeah. yeah, that's why I never got around to watching yeah. it. All right. <clears throat> I hate when these things end. Always makes me want to go home and cry. Well, you can take your time with it because you got the last question here. So read it slow. All right. Not that slow. The chemical <laughs> element molybdenum gets its name from the Greek word for what other metal element with an atomic number of 82? The chemical element molybdenum gets its name from the Greek word. For what other metal element with an atomic number of 82? Aluminum? So they had to, like, they double named this one? They Oh, we already named something aluminum, so we can't name this aluminum as well. So let's do the Greek version of that. Yeah, I'm j- I guess. Well, it'd have to be something that they had in, in Greece, right? So, like, did they have bra- they had brass, iron, copper? Is mercury... Is its chemical, its atomic number 82? It's over there. It's definitely not the beginning of the table. I feel like mercury is one of those guesses I always guess, and it's never mercury. But Yeah, but it is a metal element. It's just liquid mm-hmm. metal. Yep. 
and but, 82 sounds like something sounds like an atomic number that we're supposed Mars to know for some reason is the roman name for mercury right mm, aren't those the no. two gods mercury i think is roman well, let's now flip that I think then. about it. So Mars, no. Well, no, because all the planets are named for Roman gods. Right, so Mars and Mercury are both Roman. Which one's the messenger? With the wings on his feet. Mercury. But isn't that also Mars? No, Mars is the no. god of war. So it's Mar- Mars and Aries are... Oh. Mercury is... Uh, What's the... What is the Greek? What is the Greek Mercury? The Flash. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Our mythologies it? are getting confused. Um, I forget. Um, I don't know science, guys. I'm, like, useless here. I don't Lee, know I why, but I feel like... I thought you were memorizing like the periodic table. I thought the atomic... Now that I think about it more, I feel like the... Atomic number for Mercury is eighty-two, but I'm probably just that would be a deep pull. Yeah, I mean, I, I I have no idea. It is over but in that are, section. That's, like, but that's what I do. Either I mean, sometimes I'm completely wrong, but sometimes it's just a deep pull that I don't. I have no rhyme or reason to say why I feel that I'm, way. I'm fine saying Mercury. We can go with Mercury. Do you want to just go with Mercury? I have no better. I'm cool with it. Sure, we'll Mercury. That's incorrect. <laughs> One of you did say it. It's based on the ancient Greek molybdos, meaning lead, since its ores oh. were confused with lead ores. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'll tell you a little Oops. story uh, that I told, I think, maybe off mic in the beginning. When, uh, when Adam and uh, Lisa came down from Whiskey Tango from Washington, D.C., he wanted to tell me a story before I did my trivia. Um, regarding a trivia that they had gone to, but Lisa didn't want him telling me because he didn't want uh, sh- them showing their hand at what they were good and bad at. So he wrote down this word on the back of a piece of paper and said, at the end of your trivia, I'm going to tell you a story about this word. So I asked all my trivia. I do that question. I go out. And before he even got the chance to tell me the story, Lisa goes, the story he was going to tell you was about molybdenum, molybdenum. And he turns over the piece of paper and the word molybdenum is written on the, te- on the piece of paper. And he was going to mention that very element before I asked my question about it. That's so funny. it was a wild. very weird. Yeah, it was a very wild thing. The question that he had was, uh, what chemical uh, has the chemical symbol M.O.? which is molybdenum. Um, so it's very, very strange that he had a question about it and, uh, and, and answered a question correctly about it before. Yeah. Um, so it was, uh, it was a funny little uh, happenstance that yeah. he planned on telling me a story. Uh, so molybdenum lead, of course. Okay. Right on. So I just looked at the atomic number for mercury is 80. So, Oh, oh very close. Yep. Um, and the, um, uh, Greek version of Mercury is Hermes. Right. Hermes. Uh, Kermy. Not Mars. It's Hermes. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I saw my way to deliver this letter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Mercury, yes, definitely the messenger guard. Mars, the god of thunder, the god of war. Mark is named after Mars, or or the the name comes from that, because you know me, I'm always committed. And my oh, last hi, name Mars. is Mar, but that is... 
not after that, but I wanted to tie it in somehow. It's also spelled completely differently, but still, it's pronounced Mar. Fair enough. Elise, Max, hello. Thank you so much for joining us today on the No Nonsense Thank you, Thank you for having us. Elise, thank you for letting me come over here and lay on your couch for a couple hours. So comfortable. I'm surprised nobody's ever done it before. Just fully You're a trendsetter. Down. You're a bellwether. I think people are afraid to put their feet on stuff. Oh, maybe that's it. I but you were kind enough to take your, your sandals off here. And, uh, yeah. You know, it's all good. When did you get very comfortable? Behind, behind the microphone. I get a Mark picture. takes this picture. Is there anything that you guys would like to promote <laughs> before <Yes>. we go? <laughs> yeah. Now that you mention it. I'd like to promote my podcast, Doubled Feature Podcast. Amazing uh, podcast. It's on Spotify. Talk Instant. about twin films. Uh, got a very special April coming up. It's all planned out. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, I think we're due for a visit, me and Mark together. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are. That. Yeah. We've done our we, individual episodes. Dan and I were just speaking on this while we were recording last Monday about how it's been a while since we've had any guests on at all. Um, we've got all the episodes for April kind of planned out. So as soon as we get kind of through that, we're going to start having people on again. We got to get you guys on. I know you already picked out the movies. I won't spoil it. I don't. I mean, I didn't mean um, to step over that. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about April? You said no. You were saying that no, it's a surprise. Good. I'm keeping okay. it hush hush. Yeah. All right, all right. So listen in, folks. Doubled feature podcast. Yeah. Also have a web comic. Nerds Day. Nerdsday. dot com. Mm-hmm. Elise, are you going to bring back the uh, Scissors podcast? I was just about to say uh, we are planning to bring back the Two Girl Scissoring podcast, even though I am no longer a scissorer. Um, we're going to do it probably in a different, we're going to maybe go the way of like the, we have issues, uh, YouTube style, Mm -hmm. uh, podcast instead. It's just a little bit easier for us, but, um, that should be coming in the next few months. We don't have a specific thing, but we will, we will be back. So we're excited about that. And you can find the social account still up to yeah, stay it's still uh, of that. two girls scissoring podcast. And a lot of people we've we've consistently been getting interest in and people adding us this whole time that we have not been recording for probably <laughs> a year and name. a half now. <laughs> that name is too good for you yeah. guys to not have a show. Yeah. You get a bunch and, of horny dudes. Well, that and are we like, get cool. we get messages on the Facebook account every week of saying like, "Oh my gosh, I love listening to you guys. Like, when are you going to come back? Are you going to come back?" And we are. It's just been a, you know a crazy time for the past almost two years, and so we podcasting takes a lot. Yeah, you'll yeah. have to it get really a, does. Uh, you'll have to get a job working part time doing something. With scissors. Yeah. You can trim the answer sheets. All, you know, yeah. no <laughs> dots, I'll send you the answer sheets. You can trim them up. Exactly. That'd be good. Thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us. Thank Thanks for listening, everyone. Please join us every Monday morning for a new episode by subscribing to No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no-no in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. And you can support the podcast on Patreon, 15% off annual memberships by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including a big thanks to Quiz Daddy's Brandon Long. I like how everybody moves their phone away as soon as the sound comes. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esme and Red Crest Fried Chicken, Tim at Pat's Garden Service, Tommy and Gil. It's, it's Gil. Gil. Our team captains, Matt, Moe, Rick G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Jenny, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and David Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. 
Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, aka Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Manu, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F., Justin P., Justin Pit Viper, and Justin M., <laughs> Justin Malinois. And thanks to our Rumpel Snailskins, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Sai, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Stephen, Kenya, the people that we do stuff, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Douglas, Alex, Mike C. Mike clearly sleeping at night after planning Firefest. Mike J. Mike just on my way to the salad bar. <laughs> and J- Mike J. Or Mike K. Jesus Christ. Mike killing myself for eating that salad. Mm. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question or a miscorrection, no nonsense trivia at gmail.com, the email address, or call us at 1 929 356 6966. And please follow Six us nine. on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. We have a Facebook group you can join as well. Just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia podcast to join us there. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five, Five stars, stars only, please. please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Have a great week. <laughs>